right. Hello and welcome to the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusunoki. I am an admissions consultant who works out of Tokyo and I spend most of my time working with students to try to help them identify and achieve their college goals. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about ranking versus brand name. What's the difference? And how can we use that gap to maybe identify some dark horse schools that many might not necessarily consider and in not considering them gives you a better chance of getting in. Before that, a couple quick news updates. This past Wednesday was the PSAT for juniors and sophomores. Uh, that took them, they, you all took them in school. And uh, a good score on these for U.S. citizens uh, will, is a good opportunity for uh, some merit scholarship money. On the other hand, for those of you who are not U.S. citizens, hopefully this was a good opportunity to gain some exposure to the length and the stamina test that is a standardized test. And so for those of you who are sophomores and juniors, you will get your scores soon. And hopefully there are good results there. Speaking of results, this upcoming Friday is the release date for scores for students who took the October SAT, uh, especially for seniors. This is a very important score release for those who are applying early decision or early action, even more so. So please be checking your inbox, checking your college board, and uh, so that you can get the scores and make some decisions around do you apply with your scores, do you apply test optional, how much do you need to prepare for December, all of those pieces of information will come from that data. So please remember that. Uh, if you are applying to University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, or you are applying for Oxford for or Cambridge for medicine, your deadline is the 15th. Um, so for those of you who are finishing up your uh, supplements or finishing up your applications, good luck. And uh, please do take the time to read through your application carefully and make sure everything is answered. Right. And lastly, uh, Tokyo Academics will be continuing our college talk series. University of California Santa Barbara will be coming next week to speak with us, not just about their school, but about applying to the UC schools as a whole. I think it will be a very insightful, very interesting discussion, especially as there has been a lot of movement uh, around the UC schools for the acceptance of international applications. And so I think it will be a very useful, meaningful time. Uh, for anyone who is interested in applying to the UC schools as a whole. So um, if you are interested in finding out more about that and potentially registering, the uh, place to do so is tokyoacademics.com slash events. Again, that is tokyoacademics.com slash events. you want to reach your university admissions goals, we've got you covered. Our team of admissions experts will take you through the proper steps to give you a competitive edge and help tell your unique story to admissions officers. From building a strategic school list to identifying your X factor, we'll build a plan that's tailored to you and help you stand out from the competition. If you'd like to talk to us, don't hesitate to reach out. We provide free consultations for high school students anywhere around the world. Email us at college at tokyoacademics.com. That's college at tokyoacademics.com.
Santa Barbara is actually a good place to start because uh, with the release of the updated U.S. News and World Report rankings for 2022, one of the biggest significant movements was around the UCs. Normally, UCLA and UC Berkeley are always going to be at the top. That's a given. But underneath that uh, was usually some combination of UC San Diego, then UC Davis, and then UC Santa Barbara and so on. The recent update to the rankings uh, has shown that UC Santa Barbara has actually jumped over Davis and San Diego and is now right underneath UCLA and Berkeley for their rankings. And so UC Santa Barbara is quickly rising up, uh, rising up the rankings uh, to become a very, very well reputable school and for very many, very good reasons. So um, I will use that to begin the conversation today about ranking versus brand. Um, one of the things that I get a lot as an admissions consultant uh, is families who come in and have a particular fixation with rankings and with name brand, right? That my son will only be allowed to go to schools above this number, um, that I will only allow my child to attend schools whose uh, name I have heard of. There are any number of different uh experiences that will show that these things really do matter um, and that brand name and ranking are important. Uh, however, that is not always the case. Um, I wanted to take some time to talk through the rankings, um, how they are measured a little bit, um, and then how to utilize them. So the U.S. News and World Report recently released their uh, rankings from in September for the 2022 application year. And they had adjusted some of their numbers, right? Uh, test scores hold a little bit less weight. There was a lot of, there was a lot of public pressure uh, on the ranking on the US News and World Report to completely remove the emphasis of, and the weight of standardized testing uh, in their ranking system, but they didn't go all the way, but it was measured a little bit less. Right. Um, the ranking is also determined by a combination of reputation and the quality of professors as determined by their peers, uh, as well as kind of matriculation, graduation rates, uh, and retention. So there are a lot of uh, different factors that go into it. And when going through the rankings, there were a couple notable movements, although not too many. Uh, the most notable movement would be actually the movement of Duke University from outside the top 10 back into it. Uh, and it is currently ranked at number nine. Um, and uh, some of the Ivy League schools have moved outside uh, the top 10. So Brown and Cornell and uh, Dartmouth are now ranked a little bit lower than in previous years. But this just goes to show right, that the rankings aren't necessarily everything when a family is determining their schools. So when if I were to show this to a family and say, you know, look at these top 10 schools, right? Um, look at Johns Hopkins sitting there at number nine. And um, and the family would say, well, no, we want to apply to Cornell. But rankings are also super important to us. But we want to apply to Cornell, right? And so you're, this starts to become a bit of the uh, challenge of putting too much weight in ranking and brand name because rankings are going to change, right? And Walla's brand name is a little bit more permanent. Um, but one of the greatest examples of where this contrast can start to occur is when you start to look into a little bit more specialized lists. 
And I, that would be one of the reasons I would encourage and point you to the U.S. News and World Report uh, is because they have added quite a few more specialized lists uh, through which you can look through to start to identify your potential major. Um, the notable ones are undergraduate business and undergraduate computer science. Both of these understandably have had huge surges in interest, and the U.S. News World Report has respond to, responded to that by creating rankings uh, specifically for those. Another very useful ranking is the uh, A schools for B students ranking. Uh, not everyone is a 4.0, nor, nor should everyone be. Right? There is, uh, everyone works in their own different ways. And being able to have a list of schools that will provide an excellent, excellent, excellent education, uh, but are have standards for admissions that are maybe a little bit less competitive is a really good starting spot. Um, for many students. So just wanted to give you guys uh, a couple updates on where that is going. But then to speak to that, um, the rankings for uh, business are where I run into a lot of this comparison of brand name versus rank. And, um, and the interest in studying business has been growing. Everybody and their brother and their sister wants to study business because in most students' minds, business equals money. How else am I going to make money if I don't do business? Whether or not that is true is a whole separate podcast. Uh, but for now, let me just tell you that I've seen a constant rise over the past few years in the interest in pursuing business as an undergraduate degree. And so with that, there is a lot of interest in business schools. And so if we look at the top uh, schools, of course, the, would ex the certain names that you would expect to be there are going to be there. And UPenn Wharton is absolutely there. NYU Stern is, of course, going to be there. Right? Uh, Ross at U Michigan is going to be at the, near the top. However, once you start digging into the rankings a little bit more and really looking at them, you're going to start to see some schools that if you are coming from outside of the business world and outside of the business school world in particular, are going to start to seem a little bit different. Right? Number eight is Indiana University, Bloomington. And for most families that I bring this up to, um, I usually get a very interesting reaction because they have come to us and said, well, ranking is very important. I want my child to go to a top 10 university. And then the moment I show them in the Indiana, they're like, well, I didn't mean that top 10. I meant top 10 national. Or I meant top 10 this other thing. Or they will say, well, but I've never heard of that school. Is it true? Can we trust these rankings? All of a sudden, this resource, this thing that um, families have leaned on, or this thing that they have said, all of a sudden is um, not to their liking, right? And uh, that's understandable, especially coming from a um, coming from a nation where knowledge of the U.S. is more broad, most broadly associated with the coasts, right? Everyone knows California, knows Washington, and then everyone knows Texas and then New York and then Massachusetts, right? It's a very limited scope of places that um, families are willing to look into. And so when you say Indiana University actually has a top 10 business school program, um, a lot of families will say no. Even, even then, I don't want to apply and then have to pay all this money for uh, that name. And that's fair. Right, um, brand name does mean a lot for students who are returning back to Japan in many cases. However, uh, what I wanted to point out through talking a little bit about this is that while some families will look at Indiana and see the ranking and say, no, even then I'm not going to apply there. If you 
want, right? These types of rankings and finding these schools that maybe don't have the brand recognition, but have been given the ranking recognition are really good schools to start to dig into, right? Because they have received their ranking for a reason. Brand name, the criteria for what makes a brand name school is all over the place. Some of it is just that it's been around for a long time and it's famous, right? But that actually is not any measure of quality necessarily. Whereas the ranking, regardless of how it was determined, right? And the true metrics that are behind it, were given based off a series of metrics and evaluations and were chosen to be at a very, very high ranking. And so a school like Indiana, right, a school like Ohio State, which is also very high up there in the rankings for business, right, these schools are worth looking into because they're doing something right. And not only are they doing something right, they're doing something right and are under the radar for the general demographic that is looking into these schools to begin with. Because many are going to look at that and they're going to dismiss that and say, no, I'd much rather apply to all these bigger name, well-known schools, even ones that are ranked lower, right? New Michigan is below right? Indiana University in the, in the updated rankings, but not many people are going to choose Indiana over Michigan, but they're both Midwest too, right? There's a lot of different things that like seem like they would be coinciding, but in my experience, uh, so so far, very few are going to choose um, one uh, a school that they maybe not have heard of as much, even though the ranking may be higher. And so, what that gives you as the savvy student, right, is an opportunity to look more into a school and identify a school that is not going to be on everyone else's list and it's going to give you a top 10 nationally education. And so I would spend some time on these lists, not necessarily looking for the obvious, duh, Princeton is really good, duh, Stanford is really good. But the way you want to be using these lists is actually to take some time to look through and identify the schools that you've never heard of but are top tier. Because what that means is there is uh, an opportunity for you to start to add to your list some schools that are going to give you an incredible education, but where the competition for that spot is going to be a little bit less, all right? And so again, like I said, I wanted to keep today a little bit shorter, but just would encourage you all to use the rankings, not just to confirm what you already knew. That's fine, but there's no reason you need to look for that to know that UC Berkeley is a good school, to know that Duke's amazing. That's a given. The way you want to be using these lists and the ways you want to be using these rankings is to identify the schools that are ranked very high, but you don't know quite why they're there. And then go find out because you may find some surprising things and that will help you find a list and build a list that is a little bit more strategic, right? That is aware of the uh, competition that you are competing against for these spots. And hopefully we'll open you up to the fact that universities are very very diverse and there are many many schools that provide an excellent education beyond just the ones that you've heard of all right that's it for me today um and hopefully this was useful to all of you and uh we'll talk more next week and remember the key to getting in is getting ready